With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome to another edition of WHM Mailbag for the month of June, everybody. I'm Andrew Jupin, alongside the whole gang. Fellas, we're going to read some letters. You know, I know why we take off. is because looking at you guys sweat is just not... That's why we're not, in this, we don't, we're not a summer show. I, uh, I like watching you sweat. Yeah, don't avert your gaze, Stephen. Uh, yeah, I mean, the dog days of summer in New York City... Ugh. It's either you're just naked on your couch, yep. or you're killing yourself outside. <laughs> yes. Like, those people that sit on the sidewalk and kid themselves that it's cooler out there, nope. I feel sorry for those sad sacks. There's You're no roasting. TV out there. You're just roasting yourself. You're just cooking. You take a You're... nice, cold, quick shower, one of those disgusting things. Oh, God. Cool-down showers. A cool-down shower yeah. just so I can sleep at night. <laughs> yeah, the last thing I need to be doing is recording podcasts in August. <laughs> Getting angry at things. <laughs> Getting the blood up. So we have four letters here. It is four of us. Look at that. Hey. Doing math. Um, So this one, this is pretty nice. And for all those people who say, you know, these these heartless guys or all those jaded New Yorkers with their their toilet talk. Those pig people with their pig brains. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we're going to do something very nice for someone today. Yeah, we're going to pat ourselves on the back about it. Don't worry. (laughs) Oh, Listen. When something like this comes off once in a lifetime. <laughs> don't, take... don't, those pigs are congratulating themselves again. How piggish of them. You've got to take a little stroll with it. That's yeah, what do. exactly. Just taking it out for a little bit of a walk. Um, <clears throat> so, dear We Hate Movies gang. That's us. That is us. All of us. My husband and I are huge fans of the show. What did you say? All of us, yes. <laughs> All of us, yes. Every last one of Every us. Every one of us. Mm. Stop interrupting. I'm sorry. This is a heartfelt letter and you're ruining it. Pardoned. Chris, shut the fuck up. (laughs) My husband and I are huge fans of the show, especially your excellent Matthew Broderick and Jaws Shark impressions. They should fight against the barber in Child's Play 3 under the sage tutelage of Bob Hoskins. God rest his soul. God rest his soul indeed, email writer. Continues. Uh, she says, this is from Christy, by the way. She says, uh, my husband, Phil, is a concrete finisher and works 60 hours a week to support our family and pay for my tuition for my nursing degree program, which I attend full time. He is also an active and nurturing dad to our two young boys and a constant source of love and support. We have very hectic lives and very and have very few minutes together alone during the week. But we do listen to the podcast every Tuesday on our separate commutes. It gives us something to talk and laugh about beyond hilarious baby puke incidents and gives us a recommendation for a terrible movie we can watch together on date nights at home. You guys have been a hilarious and unifying part of our first year of marriage. 
He is the love of my life, and I know he would be so thrilled if you could help me wish him a happy anniversary by reading this on the podcast and tell him how much I appreciate that he makes that 6.30 a.m. commute six days a week. Thanks so much, guys. Keep on topping that. Christy. Well, Christy and Phil, happy anniversary. That's a man right there. That's a goddamn family man. That's Yeah, it's an American hero. 6.30 in the morning, by the way. That's me. One, one trip to Suicide Town. I couldn't do that. And none That's of you, nice. No, I'm saying he's a yeah, great right. dude no, for doing this. He can do it. He's for, doing it. For us, it would feel like falling down an elevator shaft, <laughs> which makes it even greater that he does this and supports yeah. his family like this. And happy wedding anniversary. Happy right? wedding totally. anniversary. Totally. So, so there you go. See, the, the monsters played nice for a letter. <laughs> Uh, all right, let's get into making fun of stuff. Can we start talking about dicks again? What's going to happen? <laughs> this next one has a dick in it. Oh, Yay! Oh, perfect. Happy po- anniversary to us. Su- <laughs> subject line, apocalypse not. Oh, no. Oh, shit, Zion. Hey, guys, I'm a huge fan of the show. Listening to the podcast while I pretend that I'm actually being a productive member of society really brightens up my day. Let me tell you a story of a really shitty night at the movies. Oh, man. Five years ago, a local theater was doing a special screening of Apocalypse Now, and I decided I want to go because, hey, it's Apocalypse Now. Sure, I got three hours. (laughs) Fuck it. Was it Redux? (laughs) We're spending 58 minutes with that French family for no fucking reason? He does not say if it's Redux, and if it was, ooh, bad move. Yeah. Fuck it. Nope, we don't, no, we don't need any more. Pencils <laughs> down, you made a classic. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I don't know why anyone can't, anyone can't figure that the fuck out. Remember that shit when they were like, let's take the Godfather and re-edit it all together into a weird new, right? Oh, that, like, that? the Godfather saga? saga that they put on TV? Kiss oh, my ass. Right. Oh, nope. man. Godfather <laughs> not. <laughs> It was the middle of the week, and the screening was really late at night, so I ended up going alone. I also had a big glass of water beforehand because I'm full of good ideas. Yeah, it's almost a weird movie to do that to, maybe. I would not want to be stoned through the last 30 minutes of that movie, no. dude. The thing is, it's so long, it'll wear off. <laughs> You'd have to bring you're it coming, into the theater. I mean, it's actually good because you're coming down right when all the bad shit's happening. Yeah, so. right when Dennis Hopper starts freaking the fuck out. <laughs> when I got there, the disaster began. <laughs> the theater was ridiculously packed, and a dude who worked there was waving a piece of paper in the air, shouting, no more seats available for Apocalypse Now. I was disappointed, but decided to stay and watch something else. The only other movie that still had seats left was this little gem called Hereafter, directed by Clint oh, Eastwood. Man. That movie is a pile of dog poop put in a microwave <laughs> and left on the defrost mode for 58 minutes. Matt Damon, fake psychic. There's a tsunami. Kiss my I ass. I never that, saw it. Still. No, I never will. It stinks. I was buying my ticket to not Apocalypse Now when someone. <laughs> By the way, buy in advance. Clearly, Everybody, Fandango right. is right there. I don't think I've not. I've gone to a movie theater with the chance of being sold out in a really long time. Yeah, because it's just you know if you're going like if it's a special thing, yeah. or if you're going opening weekend, sure. yeah. But you got to do... you know if you're going Tuesday morning, you or pop whatever, in. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I tried to see Inside Lewin Davis, and I bought what I thought were tickets to uh, Union Square, 
It was Lincoln Square. And I, here oh. I am on 14th Street at 7 o'clock for the 7.30 show and cracking my knuckles like, I'm going to get a good seat. Well, at least you haven't, well, like I've done, I've reserved tickets um, for, for like Thursday night. And yeah. it was, I go there on Friday. I'm like, what do you mean? <laughs> oh, oh, man. No. Oh, By the way, God. for people who couldn't place those theaters, Steve was bl- about like 60 or so blocks <laughs> south Off. of where he needed to be. It's, it's pointless at that point. You're, you're, it's no, like, yeah, you lose. I lost. Yeah, it's like you can go see this movie after completing an Escape from New York adventure. <laughs> So I turn around, and there was actually this... So someone taps him on the shoulder. Right. I turn around, and it was this really weird dude who worked at my high school library. Yep. I didn't remember his name, but he very enthusiastically reminded me of it. I remember you so well, he said. Uh-huh, I replied, and was secretly hoping that he wasn't going to watch the cinematic masterpiece Hereafter. After he bought his ticket to Hereafter, because of course he did... <laughs> We went to the screening room and uh, told him, hey, nice to see you again. Uh, enjoy the movie. To that, which he replied, wait, you aren't going to sit next to me? <laughs> this dude is a movie theater seat criminal. Oh, no. no way. If you're bumping yeah. into strangers at the movies, get out of my fucking yeah. face. Nice to see you. Mm-hmm. We're sitting on opposite sides of the theater. My skin was crawling. <laughs> Precisely. I just quietly mumble, uh, all right, and sit next to him. Oh, man. So the movie, Hereafter is garbage. It's sappy, badly written. And blah, 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 blah. He does not like the movie. No one did. Anyway, we're watching the movie, and my quote-unquote friend keeps loudly reacting to everything that happens. My God, that's so beautiful. <laughs> and... Yeah, that's real. <laughs> yeah, he's a psychic. That's real. Among other stupid exclamations. Despite apparently being in love with the film, at one point he left the room and came back with a hot dog covered in smelly melted cheese. You know, and here's the thing, gentle writer. Um, if this dude gets up... You gotta move. You gotta move. It's your own fault. Or- what happens next? Whatever happens, own fault. This might be a walkout theater yeah, situation. No, honestly, yep. yeah, you hate the movie. Already? You don't like the movie. Get out of there. Totally. It's better go home. Yeah. Drink then water. Get... Drink a lot of water, <laughs> and then watch something better on TV. Then you're fucking getting coffee with this asshole afterwards. That's oh, yeah. how that twist. Yeah, around. he's, he's going to want to talk about it. Oh mm-hmm. no, I mean maybe even a bar. He might want to go to the bar with you, and then you're really in trouble. We get to the part where the little kid is about to be blown up during the 2005 London subway bombings. Sure. Oh, I forgot that that happens, But is saved by the ghost of his brother who knocks the the cap out of the kid's head and moves it around. You know, there's a movie plot I'm not too sure of. Sure. Uh, You're you're jogging all this, like, horse shit back to me right now. At this point, my friend started to sob, in which (laughs) seconds turned into full-blown crying. He pressed his face against my shoulder. Oh no! My God. And I could feel his tears making the sleeve of my shirt moist. Punch him in the face. <laughs> this, Just by run. the way, this is a guy that worked at the school library. This is like this is a creep. This is like a this is like a Biondo creep right now. It says Eric, who worked at our college library for several years. Well, I thought maybe this was an older gentleman, but may, you know what? Again. Creeps work at libraries. <laughs> Takes one to know one. Creeps also come in all sorts of ages. It's true. It's true. The movie finally ended, at which point I immediately got up and left without saying a word to him. As I was leaving, I could, I could hear him calling out my name. Oh, God. <laughs> Lucas! Lucas! Oh. 
Oh, You're not going to kiss me goodbye? <laughs> when I got home, I noticed the spot in my shirt where he pressed his face was arsh. <laughs> oh, God, I'm breaking down because this is horrific because I just read ahead, guys. <laughs> he noticed that the part of his shirt that he had cried on yes. also had crusty cheese on it. Oh, oh man. Oh. Cheese come. <laughs> Fuck. The horror, the horror. Keep on being great, Lucas. Well, Lucas, thank you for that email that was disgusting <laughs> yeah there is a rule and it's happened to me once where you know what you bump into somebody yeah yep. man hey look i'm doing my thing you're doing your thing you know what the most we can do is oh i do the quick catch up outside the movie see you later i'm gonna sit here you're gonna sit six rows somewhere else yep on the way out like oh what'd you think maybe maybe that's what you get that, that's yeah. fine sure yeah, i'll see you later we'll catch up sometime yep and we won't which and is you fine. know yeah and that's a bold face lying you know it and they know it and that's the way it needs to be because that's how this society works <laughs> also lump in with that nonsense the people where you're seated in the theater and it's a totally empty theater, mm -hmm. and some piece of shit comes up and sits, like, one over from you. No. Or, like, directly in front of you. You have this massive theater. Oh, yeah. stop it. When that happens, I, I actually get up and move. Yeah. To, yeah. Oh, I've done it. You get up and move. And you got a harumph as you do it. It's an... It's obnoxious. Followed with, like, a, 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 like a, 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 a quiet, but not too quiet, seriously... As you walk see, away. See, you guys go, went to all this effort. I just call them by the wrong name, and they get the fact that oh. I don't want to talk to them. Dude, I yeah. ran into a, a guy from school that I didn't want to talk to, and I flat out lied to his face and told him I didn't remember him. And it was really <laughs> awkward, and I, pers I persevered, and I kept saying I didn't remember him, and he looked really hurt, and I walked away. That was me, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Here's the thing. You texted me later. In movies, when they're empty, let's, in, let's invent a term. Mm -hmm. It's an invisible donut. The invisible donut around me. Yep. It's two seats all the way around. Yes. You got it. That's it. Top, got bottom, it. left, and right. Yep. That's it. Two rows. <laughs> that's, that, you just have to respect my invisible donut. Obviously, if it's a somewhat packed movie theater, the invisible donut gets broken, and that's fine. I mean, then you got to do what you got to do. But if you're in a massive, like, 300-seat auditorium, yeah. and there's four people in there, yeah. don't you also want to spread out? Don't you want your own donut? Everyone deserves it. Jeez, I know. I want it my really, donut. It had to be named after a fat guy food. <laughs> of course it did. <laughs> We're going to the movies, Chris. <laughs> It's but the it's the pizza. It's the it's the invisible pizza. It's also. the shape, Chris. <laughs> and because you could be in the middle of the donut. That's sure. exactly. No, exactly. Yeah, yeah, there's a hole where you I, can. Of course, it makes sense. It's either that or a, a life raft or, or what are those Cheerio, things called? Yeah, a life preserver. <laughs> a, no one life wants saver. to say Cheerio. Yeah. Oh, a lifesaver. Yeah, yeah, that's what, uh, that's no. It's a guy. donut. Shut up, Chris. It's a donut. It's the invisible donut. And you know why? Because like people are like, well, I don't always like to sit in the middle. Well, I'm sorry you came in late. Yeah, exactly yeah. right. Yeah. That's what it comes down to. You fucked up. Don't ruin it for me because you fucked up. Uh, here's another one. Uh, <laughs> celebrity encounter at the movies. Uh-oh. Dear We Hate Movies. That's us. Uh, I love your podcast. It was inspired by Andrew's awesome Gene Shalit story to relate the tale of my own meeting with a celebrity in a movie theater. I was working for a small town newspaper in North Carolina several years ago, and our local theater set up a premiere party and a meet and greet 
for an independent film starring noted character actor Pat Hengel. Guaranteed in, it was terrible. In parentheses, <laughs> R.I.P. Yes. Uh, who, had, who had semi-retired nearby. Anyway, uh, he and his uh, staff are, uh, arranged to meet with Pat Hengel uh, after taking the stage for a small movie he was in with Betsy Palmer, also R.I.P. Yikes. Uh, about problems in nursing homes called... Walsing, Walsing Anna, which I don't remember. Anybody? That sounds like a real fun time at the movies. <laughs> uh, <laughs> a bunch of people that were about to die were in a movie about a nursing home. What a good time. Yes. <laughs> I was invited to interview Mr. Hingle before the public showed up. I didn't have time for a full geek out interview, even though I grew up watching him as one of the best that guys from classic movies to every detective show from the 70s and 80s to his most recent famous role as Commissioner Gordon in the Batman movies. You heard how my voice tightened up there for a second. Yep. Uh, but we had a great conversation about his life and his career, and he got a nice story out of it. A crowd began to form uh, toward the end of our talk, and conversations were scattered here and there. A colleague who came uh, to the event uh, with me had heard Pat say something about living on the beach. Why well, just calling him Pat, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Pretty presumptuous. Uh, right. Living on the beach, and chimed in, oh, do you live in a condo? To which Pat promptly bellowed, I live in a damn house! <laughs> <laughs> when he... <laughs> When he passed away a couple of years later, I couldn't help but remember that great interview and even better response to a stranger asking a weird left field que- uh, question. Thanks for your terrific show, Sarah from NC. Well, I live in a damn house, Batman. <laughs> <laughs> What's the matter, Commissioner? It wouldn't have taken you that long to get here from your condo. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think he just like got him mixed up with Chris Farley's? And down by the river. <laughs> he was trying to make a Matt Foley joke? <laughs> Maybe. But I guarantee you Pat Hingle never saw a second oh, no, Saturday Night Live. He was just okay. mad for a second because he, he, he thought someone was like, thought he didn't do well yeah, yeah, yeah. In, his, oh, in his financial oh, life. Yeah. That's because I've been bolting and it doesn't mean I can't have a house, Batman. <laughs> if you must know, Batman, it's a pianitaire. On a commissioner's salary? <laughs> That uh, that story reminded me of uh, Eric. Do you remember the time you and I went to a screening of what turned out to be the late Roy Scheider's last film? Yes, I do. This, this is embarrassing. Oh man, this movie is about like uh, Roy Scheider, whose father was killed in the Holocaust, and right. he is. <laughs> His son moves to like modern day Germany for work or something. Sure. And Roy Schotter's like, I don't know about moving to Germany, <laughs> Billy. But then he finds out that the the son or something is like working for the ex-Nazi that, like, killed his father. So Roy Scheider goes to Germany to like hunt this dude down. <laughs> it sucks. It's a really bad movie. I mean, maybe it turns out great, but we wouldn't know because we totally walked out. And what was it? Like his widow was in attendance? The whole thing was... There I was felt a- like an asshole for leaving, yes. but it was terrible. And we thought it was going to be awesome because on paper, yeah, Roy Schneider, not- Nazi hunter, <laughs> we're yes, going to be there. On paper, it's badass. And yes, the widow was in attendance. She was going to do a and a afterwards. That's and the- cold shit, Dude, man. Man. Two of us creaked out of that theater mid-movie, Dude, man. I apologize to the widow Schneider, but this- <laughs> But there's no way I could have sat through that movie. No, my skin was crawling the entire time. We wanted to leave after 10 minutes. I just imagine her, you know, going back to her, you know, lonely house. <laughs> not a condo. Her, not a condo. Her two yeah. Pomeranians. Yep. You know, she feeds them and she's like, ah, 
It was a tough day again, Roy. <laughs> you know, I thought that movie screening would would have perked me up, but then the, these two fat gentlemen laughed in the middle of it. Looks, it, looks like you left your cinematic career in a whimper. It was a real tough day, Roy. I, need, I just needed those two fat boys to stay seated, and I would have had a better day. I mean, the problem also was, if I'm remembering right, we were kind of seated near her. <laughs> but li- it's not like we said, Hey, lady. Could you move a bit? I gotta get out of here. Pardon. This fucking sucks. Pardon. Pardon. That's, we didn't Pardon. get out like, fuck it. Hey, fuck it. No, we were this, trying this to. This old like, has been stinking up the screen. Excuse me, lady. I think I was like, they'll think we're just two fat guys going to the bathroom. Let's go. <laughs> we had way too much diet coke. <laughs> All right, Chris Cabin, take us home. All right. Strange movie watching locations. Ooh. All right. I was listening to your episode on stealth, and it took me back to the worst movie watching experience I have ever had. My now ex-wife's grandfather was bedridden, and as a gift to lift his spirits, we bought... Pardon here. Now ex-wife, by the way. That's why this story is making it to air. Yeah. Yeah, I read, it. It, I read ahead a little bit, and I'm like, oh, there's the ding. <laughs> uh, him a DV- bought him a DVD player, and her uncle agreed to buy him DVDs to go with it. When the time came to give him the gift, the uncle came up with one DVD. You an, fucking cheapskate. An obviously discounted copy of Stealth. You ultra fucking cheapskate. <laughs> oh, come on. And by the way, get him a classic or get him yeah, something Patton. that he likes. Always get them Patton. Patton. Always get, if it's a person over 70, give him Patton. <laughs> they will applaud. I guarantee you. You give me Patton, I'd applaud. Well, Kelly's Heroes, any of those old The Dirty yes. Dozen for yes. crying out loud. Get him some Hitchcock, maybe. Maybe he likes those three dollar used stealth son of a bitch so through a series of events best described as unlucky (laughs) i ended up at the end of his hospital bed watching the movie with him oh that's bad (laughs) just me and him watching josh lucas being out acted by a robot (laughs) with the volume way too loud because he wanted to try and drown out the hiss of the hip hop the hip high oxygen tank. Goo. Immediately adjacent to his bed. Oh, man. He seemed to like the movie, but I'm not sure how lucid he was. Yeah, that's it's the way fair. I felt watching it's stealth. Uh, he died a few weeks later. Oh, man. Uh, and I always kind of felt bad that the last movie he ever saw was fucking stealth. <laughs> Cheers, <laughs> Harry. Well, that's a good point, Harry. You know what, Harry? Here's the thing, though. And I don't want to say you're responsible. But if you know that you watch that dude watch stealth yeah. and it's looking like the time is nigh, you got to go out and get something else. You can't let right. that be the closing Could, number. Couldn't spare the $2 to get behind enemy lines. <laughs> Just couldn't do it. Couldn't be moved to do it. You're right. I'd rather watch that before I die than stealth. Gene ha- yep. Again, Gene Hackman. That's all it takes. It could be- dude, Listen. the French connection. Sure. Yes. I was going to say welcome to Mooseport. Bullet. <laughs> Bullet. Bullet! <laughs> and bullet two. <laughs> ah, that's rough. Just get him something, man. Like, I don't know. That's You gotta have some empathy in your heart. Stealth. <laughs> that clearly, that douchebag was at some Walmart bin and was just like, yeah, that'll do. No, that's not That's like, a movie. That, because <laughs> even at the bins at Walmart and at fucking Best Buy, 
They have better movies than that, and this guy knows it. This was a Seven <laughs> Eleven. I gotta get my Slim Jim. Yes. Yeah. I gotta yes. get my Big Soda, and I gotta get my copy or, of Stealth for three dollars. It was vindictive shit, man. Oh, right. I hate this dude's guts. Yeah. I'm gonna make him watch Stealth. Yeah. Yeah. You know, not every old person that dies is a good person. Let's just get that out there. <laughs> oh, absolutely. There's sons of bitches no, that so, die every so day. Maybe he deserves it. I, I don't know. I don't know. Listen. I don't care what you did. Your last movie on Earth is not going to be stuff. <laughs> That's That's true. some dark shit, dude. <laughs> the, that means one of the last songs he ever heard was Gavin Rosdale's solo stuff. Oh, man. And not only was it bad, he didn't know what it was. Because <laughs> oh. he'd literally never oh, heard of man, it. Man, and like Mudvayne and all that stuff. Oh, dude. I mean, the worst I can say is this old oh, guy man. got some Jessica Beale in a waterfall. Let's I bet end, he appreciated that. Let's end it on a high note. And you know what? Maybe this is something we need to put in our living wills. Yes. What is the movie that you want you know, to go out on? Oh, that's a good question. I think it would have to be the movie I watch at least once a year, Back to the Future. That's a good movie. I want it to be my last movie. Oh, man, but the, you, you look like Doc Brown towards <laughs> the end of it. Like, oh, how I've changed. You got a fucking double tie on. <laughs> I'm going to say something different. I'm going to say Jeremiah Johnson. Really? Yeah, because it's like, you know, beautiful nature shots in that sure. thing, living off the land. Like, I look at it and be like, yep, my life's full of regret. <laughs> Could have done those beautiful things with my life, but I didn't. And then I'd pass away. <laughs> I'd succumb to my injuries. Crabbing? Um Duck soup? That's good. That's sure. respectable. That, that's and actually you know really good. It's a swift 67 minutes, and yeah. you can kick the bucket. <laughs> right to the I, grave. Yeah. Uh, Just give me my last kick of morphine and send me on. Yep. Oh, that's a good move, man. It's like the barbarian invasions, all these yes. people around you. <laughs> oh, man. That is a devastating <laughs> film. That's not my last movie. Uh, no. Mine would be Defending Your Life. Oh, I mean, it's a nice like cutesy. You're already death. planning ahead. Yeah, it's like a cutesy death movie. And <laughs> get some like... get some notes in. <laughs> yeah, how exactly. To... How am I going to defend this fucking life? <laughs> it's only so he can game the system in the afterlife. <laughs> can I conclude with this multiplex story, or is it going to bring the room down? That's what. It... Conclude? Did someone die in the theater? Oh yeah. Dude. Oh jeez. In the theater, Chris and I worked at before we got there. A dude died watching X Files fight the future. <laughs> And this guy who was like our manager, he was How like old a, was this guy? an old gentleman. And this dude who was our manager, like at the time was an usher. And he went in, like turning the lights on, like, get out of here, pal. Movie's over with. Dude was dead. Oh, man. That's like the most dark critic ending gag ever. <laughs> <laughs> Jay Sherman slumped over, covered in his own mess. <laughs> Executive producer Brad Bird. <laughs> Pushing, pushing. You know, honestly, though, like, that's good. He didn't have, he doesn't even know what dog it is. He has no idea who dog it is, who Reyes is. That's true. It ended where the X Files should have ended, although I am excited for this miniseries. But sure. when they were originally going to end the show with that movie, yep. 
Oh, yeah. right. That was the first movie title. Yes. What was the second one called? Oh, fucking I bullshit want, I werewolves. <laughs> I thought you were talking <laughs> about that. I want to believe is the second one. Yeah, X-Files, Fight I want to believe. Fight the Future is the first one. All right. You know what? That's a that's not that bad of a movie to die during. No, I actually like that movie. Yeah, I, think I like it's that totally movie. Fun. It's pretty good. You got some good Martin Landau in that movie blowing sure. up in a car. That ain't half bad. <laughs> Certainly better than the Billy Connolly in the second one. Child molester slash Psychic alien ooze man. Thing. Oh, man. That's a big wet fart of a film. It's all that in theaters, I did. Stay tuned. It's a possible stay tuned. Maybe when that um, the miniseries is coming out, we take a look at that. Little exception for the big event. Yeah, totally. Well, that's WHM Mailbag for this month, gang. If you want your weird stories, sad stories, nice anniversary tributes, or wacky movie theater experiences read on the air right into the mailbag, we all hate movies at gmail.com. Until next time, I'm Andrew Jupin. Eric Siska. Steven Sadak. Chris Cabin. Take it easy. 